you don't have a lot of money and you're listening to this and you're struggling, you're not alone. Millions of Americans are poor and even more people in the world are really poor and struggling just to get their basic needs met. What we're doing here is trying to be smart about making sure you don't end up in debt and then becoming very hopeless about money and then you find yourself going deeper and deeper into debt and really having no idea how to get out of it. That's what we want to avoid. We don't want that for anybody. Welcome everybody to I Wish They Taught That in School. I'm your host, Mike Mulick. Last year I asked a group of students what they wish they taught in school. This is what they said. Thank you for what you do every day. If you're a student, you probably don't get a lot of thank yous for going to school. And even if you're not a student, you're still providing value to the world. And thank you for that. You're making your life and everyone else's life around you better. You're making the world a better place, even if it doesn't feel like it. Now, you might be listening to this getting ready for school, or maybe you're on your way to work, or maybe you're on your way home. Keep up the good work. Our quote of the day today comes from Peter Adney from the Mr. Money Mustache blog, who said, Money is not for buying stuff. Money is to give you the freedom to choose how to spend your days with no worries about money for the rest of your life. Um, Incidentally, Peter Adney, who blogs at Mr. Money Mustache, lives in Colorado, and that happens to be where my students live, or at least the students that I met last year. Uh, for whom I'm answering these questions. So today we're talking about money. I asked the students to tell me what they wanted to know, or at least what they wish they taught in school. And I was very surprised that over 90% of the responses included some question about money and taxes. Now this all went down in the uh, end of March, so I'm guessing that because it was tax season, it was really on their minds, and it was probably on their parents' minds too. I'm going to get into some student questions now. So this is from Georgia, a sophomore last year. She says, I want to change one person's life. I think that by changing one person's life, that changes the world. I want to become a nurse and travel around the world. And I'd like to know how to better manage money, how to do taxes, and how to get a loan for a car or a house. All right. The most important thing that you need to know about money, or at least one of the important things, something that I never really learned, was in, was contained in that quote that I started the podcast off, which is that your money is not really for buying stuff. Now, I'm not uh, talking about the things that you need, like your food and your health insurance and water and electricity. No, I mean, you know, things, gadgets, phones, uh, some of that fancy stuff. Your money isn't best used buying all that stuff. Money is really to give you freedom. Now, I can't really criticize anybody for what they want to buy, and I can't criticize young people for wanting to buy those things because I did the same thing. Generally, I was pretty good with my money. I was good with my money in high school. But when I got into college, I didn't really, I wasn't really that disciplined. I, I used that money right away, uh, whether to buy some nice clothes or some music or electronic devices. Now, I want to address a few concerns right away, and uh, that is that if you don't have a lot of money and you're listening to this and you're struggling, you're not alone. Millions of Americans are poor, and even more people in the world are really poor and struggling just to get their basic needs met. I was a student too once, and although I didn't grow up poor, my parents did, and they really tried to teach me about money. 
Now, your desire to learn about money and investing is not really about being greedy. And this is not just for people who have good jobs and make a lot of money. This is for everybody. Everybody needs to know a few of these basic things. What we're doing here is trying to be smart about making sure you don't end up in debt and then becoming very hopeless about money. And then you find yourself going deeper and deeper into debt and really having no idea how to get out of it. That's what we want to avoid. We don't want that for anybody. Now, I think that when you learn a little bit about money, it's a very powerful tool. And little moves now can make a huge impact on your life later on down the road. You can become very successful in a very short amount of time and become financially independent. And then you can really get to what's most important in life, which is doing things that you truly love, like making a big impact in the world or finding your passion and living with purpose and not having to worry about money. All right, so let's get into what you really need to know. You know, people always think about rich people. I think it's a good place to start. You know, rich people either became rich because they inherited money, they had the money to start with. Someone like Donald Trump, who his uh, parents uh, gave him some money, and uh, incidentally, he doesn't really have that great of a track record with money. Or perhaps the wealthy person uh, had a really good approach, and they approached money entirely differently. They used whatever money that they did have or whatever, they, whatever money they saved to buy things that made them money. Today's lesson is put your money into things that make you money. Don't spend your money on stuff, okay? So instead, buy income-generating assets like stocks, bonds, rental properties, businesses, that kind of stuff. I mean, I'll leave it up to you to decide what you're going to do with your money, but generally you're going to put your money into things that start bringing you money. So people that really don't know anything about money will just buy things. You know, as soon as they get their hand on money, they'll buy a new phone, a new uh, bike or a car or, you know, or maybe not, you're not even buying like the newest things, but you're just buying things that you can't really afford. Um, and then they do something even worse. This is the opposite of bringing yourself more money, which is to buy things on credit. So that is the opposite of the main goal. If you buy something with credit, and that could be with your credit card or um, uh, a car loan, and e- even a mortgage can be problematic, um, you're accelerating your downward trend into becoming poor. A car loan and a big mortgage although not quite as bad as credit debt, are still debt. And consumer debt with a high interest rate is the worst thing that you can do. I think what we need to do here is visualize this with a, this whole lesson with a metaphor. So imagine that you have a pot of money. Money can flow into your pot from your job and then leave the pot to pay for things like your expenses, which can be you know, your school tuition, your food, electricity, your health insurance, and then there's the other things that you don't really need, but you're prob- you might be spending money on, like your car loan, credit card bill, and then just buying stuff. Now, the pot of money for a person who is able to become rich is really quite different. They have a completely different method of filling their pot, which is they buy, they have streams of income, other types of income that come into that pot that is not their job. And so... what how do they do that? They buy things that make them money. So they, when you start bringing different streams of income into your pot, then you might not be quite as reliant on that employee nine to five paycheck from a job that you don't like. 
Uh, I'm not saying that you don't, you don't like your job, but you know there are a lot of people that don't like their job and they wish they could be doing something else. If you're not relying on that paycheck and you don't have to work that nine to five job every single day, every single week, the rest of your life, I'm sure you can already guess why that's important. If you don't go to a job that you don't like because you got money coming in, it frees up a lot of time where you can read books, study, basically just do whatever else you want with your life. And that's when the truly magical thing starts to happen. That's when you can spend more time learning about what life is about and making a significant contribution to humanity that you might not otherwise have been able to to make. When you are basically completely liberated from having to work a job because you have these other streams of income coming in, that's called financial independence. Um, You don't necessarily need to be on the fast track for financial independence. You just need to know that it exists and then, you know, work on doing a few things that sort of head in that direction. Bear in mind the goal here is not to become rich and being wealthy is is not the end of the story. Uh, What we're trying to do here is give you the ability to do what is most important to you and really live your deepest purpose. Now let's uh, let's let's look back at uh, Peter Adney, uh, the person that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. He became financially independent, and he didn't have uh, any crazy income coming in. He had an ordinary job, and he just didn't spend his money. And he retired from his job at age thirty. Now, if you're a young student, thirty doesn't really seem that far away. And I think you'd be super excited to be able to quit a job you didn't like. Uh, at an early age. For me, I always used to think retirement was basically age 65 and then you just worked and you kind of, that's what you did. And it was, you know, you stopped working at 65. Well, if you're smart with your money, then you basically can do that at a young age and then just move on to something else that you like. It's not about going and sitting on the couch and not working. That's not what retirement is. It's basically being able to do what you really want to do. Well, that's all the time we have for today. What did you think? Can you think of ways to spend a little less money on things and put that money into something that brings you money? On the next episode, we're going to talk about what some people do with their money and why it's important to spend less than you earn. Thanks, everybody. The information contained in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and do not represent any organization and are not intended as financial advice, diagnosis, treatment, or a substitute for professional medical advice. Please consult a local physician or health care professional for your specific health care or medical needs or concerns.